0: Storygram Network. Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm.
1: Hi, my name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? Everything else. Because it's never, ever about food. Or wait, never, ever, not even, one time, not ever, ever, ever. Hello, everyone. This is Lori Lee Rourke from It's Not About Food podcast. And today we're going to be talking about truth. And the Body Love card has the goddess sitting on top of a mountain with her arm around her dear animal, and she's sitting cross-legged and sort of at a place where she can kind of see over everything. So the back of the card says, truth is our own internal wisdom that defines who we are. Finding our own truth means figuring out the difference between what we've been told we should be versus who we really are. Oftentimes in the past, our true feelings, passions, opinions, and experiences were ignored, rejected, or just not encouraged. When we can relearn to identify what our own truth is, we are able to put into action what our heart and soul desires. For me, this card is about remembering that we already know. And if we already know what our truth is, the point is or the work is always to listen to it and to trust it, to trust our inner voice instead of the head voice. And also that we all have it, but we forget that we have it and we listen to others or we listen to what we've been told or what we hear instead of what we know deep inside. I think another point about this is that Our true feelings have been ignored by ourselves, but also by others, especially others who are close to us and love us. But they have their own thing going on and they can't hear what we have to say, especially if it doesn't fit with their pictures. It's sort of what's happening now in the world. You know, there's a truth of wear a mask and wash your hands and stay apart. But then there's another push to not do that. But I think all of us know to keep ourselves safe, we have to be a little bit more careful. And it has become weird to me that careful means different things to different people. So when I found my own truth, especially about my body and my food and my desires and wants and dreams and needs, when I was able to listen to that, my life Not that it didn't have things still come up and go wrong and have problems with stuff. You know, I of course did, but I wasn't so confused about what to do. If I could sit still and go within and listen and hear what my body, my mind, and my soul or my spirit said, I very seldom made the kind of mistakes that I did before when I was just listening to my head. So today I have a great wonderful guest that does so many wonderful things online and I've always see her putting these love warrior stuff out on Facebook and I just really am so happy that she's here. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us what she's been doing and what up with her and then we'll have a uh, we'll have a talk about truth. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Laura Lee. I'm Emelina, and I'm really excited to be here. A little bit about myself. I work with my mom, Michelle Monero. She's a marriage family therapist, and she created this thing called the self-love diet, which is around regularly offering your self-love. And so I do a lot of work around that. And right now we're getting ready to relaunch an e-course called the 31-Day Self-Love Diet Writing Challenge. In addition to my self-love work, I am also an editor at an education nonprofit where my organization shares best practices in pre-K through 12 education, which has been really rewarding working on that during the pandemic with teachers needing and educators needing a lot of things right now with education being shook up. And I'm really excited to talk about truth because it's something that has resonated with me. Throughout all my life. And that's been resonated with me again on many different levels. So I'll I'll refer back to you, Lee.
1: Oh, so I'm so excited that you're, what's the name of the school-based program? It's called
0: Edutopia.
1: Oh, I love this so much. Thank you. It is such a, an important thing for you to be doing right now. It it's, is. We've taken the education system and We haven't, but it has happened where it's turned on its head.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it definitely has been. It's interesting
1: to hear a a lot of different educators'
0: experiences right now. It's definitely an overwhelming position to be in with learning and adapting, fitting all the different needs right now.
1: Yeah. There was a show on 60 Minutes about... Where did all these kids go that not all the kids came back to school this September? And where are they? They're just sort of falling through the cracks, a lot of kids, because of thousands of reasons why. But yeah, there's not a special place for them to go every day that that's their thing. So it's going to be interesting how we all come out of this pandemic. So how do you work with Truth, with your mom's work that you help her do, and with how have you worked with that with your own life? What would you care to share about that? And how have you been going through stuff that happens to you? And how have you held on to what your own truth is about that?
0: Those are a lot of great questions.
1: <laughs> Too many.
0: I'll start off with the first thing you mentioned. How do I work with truth with what I do with my mom? And this recently came up for us. We had a conversation maybe two weekends ago we're both on different paths with the self-love diet work that we do and how my mom holds a vision and how I hold a vision. Usually, in the past, a lot of what I've done is supporting her vision instead of instead of taking on my own and, and carrying that out. And so um, she recently told me that kind of where she wants to go, and we made the decision that kind of both of our visions, even though they're connected, they're different. And it's okay for me to focus on mine. And that if she kind of comes back and says, Oh, Emelina, could you do this? Or Emelina, could we do this? that I could say, Oh, Hey mom, remember we had that conversation. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. you know, this is what I want to focus on right now. And, and here's how you could support that. And so that's been really nice. And we've actually we've had this conversation <laughs> multiple times. And so I think I know something was different about this time. I'm not sure if we just paused with it more or we just made the commitment, like, you know, if I ask you to do X, then you'll just you'll speak up and say, Oh, remember kind of setting these boundaries and signing so mean with my mom. Her work with the self-love diet stems more from her background of being a therapist who specializes in eating disorder recovery and so is focused more on the body and a lot of what you talk about is that it's not about food it's about all these other things and for me my focus is more on the emotional aspect of the self diet and it's all intertwined but how thoughts impact your emotions your emotions impact your actions and this loop and so that's where I like to focus on so that's one area where I have to speak my truth more of like speak, you know, what is my vision? What do I want? And it's related, like I said, to setting boundaries. And I see that popping up all throughout my life. One part of the truth card said, when I find myself doing something I don't want to do, I will take a breath and ask myself, what is my truth? And one of my sisters is a great example of setting boundaries especially I notice has come up with my family because I come from a big family and I have five beautiful nieces and nephews and they all want my time and attention and I lean more towards the introvert spectrum like I need a lot of time to recharge and I'm usually the one who says yes 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 and even if a part of me wants to do those things like help my sister with something with technology or have a special time with one of my nieces and nephews or help my parents with this or whatever. I realized if I say yes to everyone else, that I'm saying no to myself, to the part that needs to take a step back. That's been illuminating with a pandemic because we're in a pandemic that I don't have that demand on me as much. And it helped me realize what I needed just to ground myself and how I need more time for reflection. And it's allowed me now that my kind of social circles expanded more to my immediate family with my niece and nephews, it's allowed me to be comfortable with saying no more. And it's nice to see my siblings and my parents respect that now. And I had a conversation with one of my sisters, it was like, you know, I feel really bad saying no, because I really wanna be able to support you in this way I just don't have the energy. If I give that to you, then I'll be coming from place of depletion. When I give myself to you or help you, I want to be present. And I know if I say yes right now, I won't be able to do that. And she said like, you know, that's totally fine. And she was like, I ask for help because I need it, but I'm okay with you saying no, like I want you to take care of yourself. And so it was great to be able to have that conversation because I before I felt the sense of guilt and still, I sometimes notice that coming up for me. But it's nice just to repeatedly have these conversations and kind of affirm that it's okay to say no and to check in and to make sure that we're on the same page. Or if we're not on the same page, you know, let that out too. Yeah. And so that's been what's been reoccurring for me most was speaking my truth during this pandemic. And um, But another way that's been coming forward to me is for a while, I've been wanting to... Focus on like, what are the narratives and like the thought patterns that are a driving force behind how I live my life? Like, what are those beliefs that are either propelling me forward or holding me back? And I tie those to something on this card said, find our own truth means figuring out the difference between what we've been told we should be versus who we really are. Yes. And then yes. it says, oftentimes, in the past, our true feelings, passions, opinions, and experiences were ignored, rejected, and just not encouraged. When we can relearn to identify what our own truth is, we're able to put into action what our heart and soul desires. And so what this calls up for me is when I was five years old, it's when I had my first attraction, it was to the same gender. And I didn't come out to my family until I was 19 and to one of my best friends and to other friends until I was 18. And so I've realized that there's a lot of beliefs like around hiding and being not okay to be vulnerable or to share yourself, whether joys or fears, because that could lead to vulnerability and that could lead to a sense of feeling unsafe. And so even though I'm 33 now and I've worked through a lot of these things and I could talk about them, more comfortably, still there are these thought patterns that I still know that I need to work through. Like I'm catching this one belief that I catch where I still feel uncomfortable in certain spaces. Like like maybe I'm with a friend group and I still feel like a little out of place. I think a part of me is holding myself back because of not wanting to get hurt or feeling like I won't be accepted. And so I think now that I'm aware of that, like I could tell that my friends, like they love me unconditionally. So now what I'm realizing that before were maybe there's these societal blocks, now it's these internal blocks. And so that's something that I'm looking forward to is kind of really examining those and thinking like, what are these narratives that I've told myself from since five that no longer apply to me? Like maybe those things. Help me, because maybe you know, sharing like, oh, you know, I'm attracted to women. That could have been harmful if I shared it like at 10 or 12, and maybe I would have gotten a lot of backlash. But now that's not the case anymore, so I don't need to hold on to those those crutches that protected me then, but now are harming me now. So I'm just really excited to explore that with just through my own writing and journaling, and I'm looking for a therapist right now that could help me work through that. Yeah, and so that's I think. That's
1: kind of how truth has resonated with me recently. Storygram
0: Network. Welcome to One Media, One Media. I-
1: when you're whining with nurses.
0: It's a place I like to call the bleed.
1: My name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food.
0: Rich flavor is one of your favorites. You'll want to join me on the wine road.
1: The art of being yay isn't just something he developed. Welcome to
0: Swirl, the wine show for people who know. Storygram Network.
1: I just really admire your courage and your commitment to yourself to say these things and to be looking at these things and uh, to be sort of digging through the stuff that has been put on you, because certainly whoever we are is precious and wonderful until we start to say who we are and people recoil (laughs) and don't like that. And we live in a homophobic society. It's just the way that it is. It's a sizist, racist, sexist, ageist, homophobic place that we're living in. And of co- I would think, you know, if maybe if you lived on Castro Street, a lot of this wouldn't be so in your face so much because it's so much more accepted. You're around your peeps all the time. But when you're out in the big world, it's like, well, who is not going to accept me? We don't know because they're hiding or they're hiding their true feelings. So, And probably as a sensitive person, you've picked up on that. Of course. So, yeah, good good for you. And you're looking at maybe your own homophobic attitude about this too. <laughs> and these are things that have been given to you. I always think of it sort of like somebody hands you a package and you're just holding that package. It's not your package, but they gave it to you. And now you have to deal with it. So you're willing to look inside and unpack it and see what's in there and see if any of it fits for you. And I love this boundary with your mother, that you're working with your mother, and you have to say, okay, that's not my vision, this is my vision. And both visions are fine. Carol Normandy, my business partner and I've worked together since before 1988. 88 is when we went nonprofit with Beyond Hunger. And so we were together for a couple of years before that. and there were hundreds of times in those years that she would say, yeah, that's not where I want to go with this. And it would be so hard for both of us to be kind of okay with where the other person was going to go with it and where we were going to go with it. We weren't so off base that it wasn't kind of in the same neighborhood, but we definitely had our own visions of where we wanted to be and what we wanted to do. And we found that we were big enough people Like, you and your mother, big enough containers that you can both hold what you want to do. Carol and I would always say, well, as long as one of us doesn't decide that we're going to do, eat this breakfast bar and you'll be thin. As long Mm -hmm. as we don't go there, (laughs) we could probably be okay with it. So I think uh, you and your mom are just working this stuff out. And you said you've already had to have this conversation many times and probably many more times. Because I remember putting down a boundary, say, with my mother of, you know, I don't want to talk about any of my siblings with you because that's your thing with them. And I don't want to waste our time together talking about them. Let's talk about you and talk about me. And she'd go, okay, that's a good idea. And then she'd say, yeah, but did you notice what your sister wore the other day? (laughs) And I'd go, ah. So I had to put that boundary down many times because she would forget or it wasn't important to her. But I love that you did that and you have a good person to work these boundaries out with, that's for sure. I do. Yeah. Thank you. And just love how you're looking at this who you are and what you want and what you can bring to the table is just as good as whatever your mom or your job or the other people around you, whatever they created, yours is just as important.
0: Thank you. Yes.
1: Oh, I love it so much. So I'm wondering, so if we take this last thing, Mm -hmm. when we can relearn to identify what our own truth is, we're able to put into action what our heart and soul desires. So What is your next action that you're going to be doing? Do you know yet?
0: That's a big question. That's something I've been thinking about recently. So the action where I'm going to put my heart and soul's desire into, um, I've recently got some more clarity with that in terms of the self-love diet work that I do with my mom. And for me, that's more around fostering and building community. I think that's something I've been called to more of having more human connection. I've been missing that. I think especially during the pandemic when we're all inside more, not interacting with people as much as we used to. And so for me, that looks like with our e-courses, also integrating it with group coaching so we could have some more video sessions and really connect with people and create more of a community. That's kind of the next thing that I'm looking into and that me and my mom are gonna do. It's exciting because my mom doesn't like, I guess the marketing aspect of things, but she also likes that community aspect. So I could just tell her, hey, I would love to do this. And like, where do you fit with that? And she loves the group coaching idea. She's like, well, as long as you do everything else, I'm on board. So I'm <laughs> glad that we could kind of have that happy medium
1: <laughs> going on between us. You're such a gift to her being somebody who doesn't like the marketing aspects at all. But, you know, I have to do it or it doesn't get done a lot of the time. Good. You guys are just a perfect fit for that. And I can see myself saying the same thing and have when I've had an assistant or somebody helping me like, okay, well, you do all that because I don't like that part. I like this other part. (laughs) So wonderful. So I'm wondering if you were to go back in time and talk to that little girl, you said you noticed at five that you sort of, hmm, I like Susie rather than Sam. Isn't that different? Is that different? Is that weird? Is that okay? But what would you say to her? And it doesn't have to be about that. It can be whatever young girl sitting on her bed or in her room and thinking about her life or looking forward and what would you tell her about her own truth and how to stay with that if you were able to go back to her?
0: It's interesting to think about because even when I was five, I guess I simultaneously led my truth, but also while withholding, which that part wasn't lead to my truth. But I was never afraid to show all the other aspects of my personality. And I was kind of quirky and individualistic. And I wasn't afraid to show that and be myself in those ways. And um, and I was always accepted for those aspects of myself. And I never thought that anything was wrong with myself. I just thought how society viewed me, that there was a clash going on there. So... I think the advice I would tell myself that you do fit in. Yeah, I think it would just be simple as that.
1: Yeah, you do. Don't believe that you don't. I love that. You decided early on, hey, I'm good. It's these people <laughs> that are weird. <laughs> it's these people that shouldn't be like how they are. I'm like perfect where I am. Yeah, I like that. That's a very smart little girl there. Because a lot of times, you know, we turn to eating disorders or body hatred or drugs and alcohol or whatever it is in order to not feel what it feels like to have these people that aren't accepting of us around us. And then we don't accept ourselves either. So good for you. Good, good, good for you that you have that sort of self-trust, really. You have the trust in yourself, and that's a great, great thing. Would you mind reading the bottom of the card, the Today I Will? Today
0: I will practice listening to my own internal wisdom. When I start to become fearful, confused, insecure, self-critical, or find myself doing something I don't want to do, I will
1: take a breath and ask myself, what is my truth? Beautiful. Beautiful. And uh, before we go, is there anything else that you think we didn't cover? You have a platform right now; you can highlight anything that you're working on or that you think is important to be out there. And I'll put your bio out, of course. But this is a good time to say it in your own voice. Whatever website or .com you want to do about anything.
0: Thank you. And I love that how you said how this is your platform and you could use your own voice. I feel like that's something I don't prioritize as much, just using my voice. That's something I'm still working forward Of becoming more comfortable with just speaking out loud what I want, what my truth is. And so this has been a perfect topic for me today. So one, I just want to say thank you for this and for inviting me to have this conversation with you. And two, I would like to talk about the 31-day self-love diet riding challenge and the six-week group coaching that's going to go with it that me and my mom are going to launch soon. I think we're going to announce it soon online, but tentatively we're thinking of releasing it around um, the new year.
1: Good. Perfect. And so
0: I'm really excited about that. We've done it in the past where there's 31 self-love riding prompts some around writing a body love letter or a body forgiveness letter or other ones around confronting your negative thoughts. And so it's a range of prompts. And we're really looking forward to kind of taking it to another level.
1: That's so great. And what's that website that they could be on? So
0: that is a good question. We're actually (laughs) in the middle of redesigning a website. So it's not on there right now, but it will be... The selflovediet.org.
1: Okay. And what can they do right now to get a hold of you to send you an email or whatever?
0: They can email anything? me at emilina, it's emelina, it's A N N E minero, M-I-N-E-R-O at gmail.com. And they can also find us on Facebook at Love War Community. It's a Facebook group.
1: Love Warrior Community? Yes. Okay, perfect. Well, I so appreciate you being here and taking your time and doing this with me today. And I just so admire your courage and your commitment all these years working in this arena with your mom, without your mom, and doing your work. It's just beautiful to see. I really appreciate you being here today. And you have a great holiday. And um, Oh, I don't think this comes out until January. So I hope you had a good holiday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I hope you had a great holiday as well.
1: Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And be sure and follow me on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's notaboutfood.com. Thanks.